There's no purpose in teaching anybody who don't really want to learn, who really don't want to get to it. Everybody want to play entrepreneur. They don't want the sacrifice that come with this shit. True. Late nights, early mornings. You're going to lose friends, lose girlfriends, family going to call you crazy, not going to believe in you, then you make it, and then everybody going to be like, I'm proud of you, let me get some money. What I've realized that wealthy people understand mm-hmm. and people in general, it's the small concepts that you can apply to get wealthy. You don't got to be super smart. You got to know all the intricacies of real estate or taxes or e-commerce or whatever, trucking, yeah. whatever yeah, it, it is. It's good if you want to be rich in that business, but yeah. you don't need to know that. You don't need to know everything. You just need to know small, basic concepts. Mm-hmm. And one of the smallest basic concepts that anybody can understand is Get money by income. Mm. Get money by more money. I woke up feeling wealthy today. My bank account might not agree, but hey, that shit on the way. Me and my niggas laying brick on top of brick till we straight. If you the type that play the victim, you can't come in my space. You know this game ain't for the weak, it's hard to carry this weight. I keep my balance through the ups and downs, I'm never gonna break. You feel the purpose in my spirit when you look in my face. Cause this ain't a second, I can waste something food on place. What's well, saying with it, wealthy people? It is your guy, David Bellard, one of the founders of the Black Wealth Renaissance. I'm here with my brother from another. You already know who it is. What's good with you, Killer Clap? What's good with it, my brother? Chilling, man. How you doing? Doing good, man. You already know. We on a, it's a lovely Easter Sunday, yeah. man. You know, we podding. It's the resurrection day. I'm feeling revived. It's been a little minute since we was podding. So, you know, it is, I'm excited, man. Amen. Man, I'm, I'm excited too, dog. I'm happy to have our guest today. Uh, she came all the way in from Virginia by way of New York. Man, I would have thought about she, it. I, the whole time, Talk about I thought this woman was from New York, bro. I was, well, she's from to New think York. That. Continue to think that. I want, I want everybody to think that. I'm fine with that. Fine with it. No, but I, yeah, same as you. I'm excited about this one. Uh, we had the opportunity. Well, we got connected through uh, mm-hmm. Nikki. Um, Nikki. Curry, Curry, shout out to yeah, Nikki. Shout out. Uh, whenever we went out there to Black Diamond Weekend in Norfolk, Virginia, shout out to Blair and Bashiri. Uh, awesome weekend, awesome event. But we didn't have the actual opportunity to connect. We I just know. Connected yeah, we were in and out digitally, right? We were both in and out. But whenever we were there, we talked about this and like it was like, man. Uh, I think Nikki told me she's like, yeah. yo, she want to be on the podcast. Like, what? Let's do it, man. Let's make this happen because I see the value that she adds mm-hmm. day in and day, day out, out to help yeah. people create digital wealth yeah because you know once i started looking to, into it i was like oh damn she was helping them i was like oh yeah she the truth she yeah the truth. yeah yeah so um without further ado y'all we're gonna get into introducing the guests on today's episode she is the go-to person when it comes to content creation education uh helping people build brands that connect with people and are profitable right we have none other than the only the Nikki Saunders. Hey, How you doing today? what's happening? How are you? I'm amazing. Good. How you Thank doing? You. Thank complain. you so much for joining us. Come on, you invite, I'm here. That's hey, it. Yeah, we appreciate it. The pull-up was official. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, let, let's get into it. So, for those people who don't know, you know, of you or who you are, can you just give us a brief five-minute intro? Real quick. Uh, kid from Queens, right? Um, was in the Navy for about nine years and was kind of lost afterwards to where I was trying to figure things out of what to do. And then I saw this screaming man on YouTube 
continued to yell at me. And so uh, when I started to binge watch his his content, I got into his community, started to add value. Uh, it, this screaming, the man screaming man is uh, <laughs> ET the hip hop preacher. I was, I was like, hey, my hey, bad, hey, it's only two hey, screaming hey, men. Hey, my bad, my bad. I was getting there. Was, yeah, uh, <laughs> Eric Thomas, Doctor Eric Thomas. So uh, I, I joined his community. Ended up going to all his events, and they were like, you know what? Uh, after probably two to three years of serving, hey, you want to run our social media? Sure, why not? I'm addicted to it. Let's go. Uh, so grew his social media from 300k to now 2.2 million followers. Uh, help people like Inky Johnson or your Leisure, um, some of your favorite influencers, Erica Ford. Like, and my whole thing now is just to help regular, smegular people get their ideas and turn it visual so it can impact the world. So mm. that's my whole thing. Mm. Love it. That's Love good. It. And I love that your journey started with you leading with serving. Yeah. Because I think that's another part of it. Uh, we just discussed that last, on our previous episode, right? Oftentimes we want the instant result. We mm -hmm. think that like, oh, I'm just going to start something and I build this business, everything starts. But you started off within someone else's organization. Yeah. Just adding value. Yeah. And before you started doing that social media, were you in the social media world? Nah. So, m mind you, like I said, I was, I was in IT. Mm -hmm. um, so people think, oh, so you were in tech, so it's all social. No, it has nothing to do with yeah, it, right? Not connecting at, at all. Nothing at all, right? But while I was at this bank job after the Navy, I always uh, was big on creating content, mm -hmm. meaning like just taking the voice and matching it with something visual that made sense. Because uh, I don't know if y'all y'all used to watch music videos when y'all were younger. It used to make sense. 106 in Park. Right, right, right. Wow. Listen, listen, they used to make sense. And then all of a sudden they became like these movies that like you hear the song and then you see some weird stuff. And it's like, I don't know what this is, but this is amazing. Music videos do that to me. Travis Scott. Uh, every Travis time. Scott's music videos like, make bro, zero sense. Zero sense. No sense. <laughs> right. So my whole thing was like, okay, how do I make videos that make sense again? Mm -hmm. Right. So... I was starting to take E's voice and put it into like different sports stuff, different action stuff, just so oh, it can. You were behind all of that yeah. shit. The mastermind. Yeah. You, you, you just heard it say 300K to yeah, 2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, so I started doing that. It caught their attention doing that. Um, and really moving in a way of like, how do I serve the people through content? Like I'm not for before I was like, I'm five two. not like I'm, I was quiet back then. Like you're not really going to hear me, but you could possibly hear me through the content. Mm. Right. You could I can impact more people than me necessarily saying, hey, this is what I do. I could possibly impact more people by what I create. So that was my whole thing with, you know, videos and content and doing it with e and doing it for other people and then now teaching it for other people mm. so what was some of your first dabbling with it like what, what inspired you to create your first pieces of content the same thing music videos like i i miss the the when words and videos made sense mm. and when i was looking at social media there wasn't necessarily anything that kind of like gave me that same feeling mm -hmm. and not necessarily from like an entertainment standpoint with music but just that kind of made sense it just seemed like the same old thing so i was just like yo let me put my spin on this let me put my spin on that instead of even, it just being a motivate a picture that's right, motivational right right 
taking right. that, turning it into a video form, making it more of an experience. Right. So that's that's kind of like how I was dabbling into it, mm-hmm. and then uh, later on, I just realized once you understand like the brand, right, and the mission, you find out what the audience really wants. Mm-hmm. And so when it came with E, they just wanted the bars. They wanted to run through a wall. They wanted a quick, real, like, quick 30-second joint. So it didn't even have to be extravagant. Don't give the fluff. Give straight-to-the-point content. That's such a good And then it, it, it skyrocketed once we just got to the point. Not like, yo, and granted, he has an amazing, amazing story, homeless, all that stuff. But at certain, if I, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm not caring about your story. Like when I first jump on social media, I don't care your past. I care about how what value you can give me right now. So I'm going to create the content that adds the value. And then later on, you could watch some long form content to get to know me more. So that's kind of like how I I formulate things of like, let's add value first Mm -hmm. and then get them in our, our ecosystem for them to learn about other stuff later on. Uh, that's mm-hmm. so good and that's something that i learned earlier in mm-hmm. our social media journey it was like whenever we first started doing video content yeah. a lot of people they were like hey yo what's good this your boy listen guys i don't <laughs> i don't, I don't know to give a yeah. damn about yeah, yeah, none of that yeah, 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 yeah. like you said cut to the right. let's go straight to the value right what are you saying in the first three seconds that's going to get my attention so that we can then start building that relationship Mm-hmm. It's like levels to it, right? You can't. I'm not your boy yet. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. I'm not. I'm not like you have to. Me. Like I have to give you value at, at least seven times for you to even take me serious. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna see it, right? Like as as far as my own personal brand, you're gonna see it. You're gonna be like, okay, she gave out a cool tool, right? You're gonna see it again. All right, let me save this. You be giving out that gas, yeah, too. Yeah. I ain't going out of use a few of them tools. That's a fact. That's a fact, but we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're going to keep seeing it, and you're going to be, all right, let me try it. Yeah. Because I keep seeing it over on. Let me try it. And then you realize it actually works. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. So if you leave with that, if, I, if you continuously see me over and over again, and then you try it, what do you think? I'm going to watch everything now. I'm going to actually do what you need. Oh, you actually came out with an event, a book. A br- I'm going to buy it now because you've done so much for me. I want that feeling when, when I work with people. Like, you've done so much for me. It doesn't matter what you drop. It doesn't even matter the pay. Like, I'm going to be a part of it because you've led with service and mm-hmm. value first. I don't feel being sold to. Like, I shout out to the people who literally just go on social media to sell there's nothing wrong with that but if you don't know the art of selling without selling you're doing it all the way wrong mm. let's talk about yeah that. yeah about we gotta it. get into the yeah, art of selling without selling we can't we can't just leave it at that yeah, yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah. about it it's, so think about it like this right if i was to talk about uh, shout out to Justin Phillips. He does this amazing, right? Where he teaches about uh, starting a clothing brand, mm-hmm. right? So he'll be like, here is the uh, the supplier. secret. Yeah, here's the supplier of Drake's OVO clothing brand, right? And he says, go here, go there. And if and you Justin want more. Phillips, that's the guy who the black college. Yes. Yeah, yes. He go crazy. No, right? he, go, he goes crazy. But there there is a way of selling without selling because at the end, then he's like, if you want to know more, yo, go to my, my free class. You go to the free class, yo, you've already given me value here. Now you give me this free value over here. 
if you're saying there's more, I'm paying, right? So he doesn't have to lead with, hey, I have this webinar, it's gonna be $7.99, whatever, right? He goes, I'm gonna give you this for free, I'm gonna give you this free, and then I'm probably gonna sign you up for a course to then a mentorship and your hook. You spend so many hours on my page, you spend so many hours on my webinar, boom, it doesn't matter after that. So if you can lead where they completely trust you, that you are, there's there's no doubt in the mind that you are actually going to take them to the next level, whether it's in motivation, education, entertainment. If you take them to the next level, just in a free standpoint, what can you do in a paid standpoint? What can you do with your events? What can you do with your book? What you could you do? I'm paying it. So that's why it's always important from a content standpoint to always consistently give that out because you're building the trust of people to them for them to be like, oh, I got to pay you back somehow, some way. There's people even probably from your audience that doesn't even know if they need this at this moment. I'm I'm go. I'm going to buy it right now. I'll, I'll eventually need it later. That's kind of the loyalty that you are trying to create that 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 fear of missing out because you've done so much that it's like, oh, okay, I got it. Oh, they dropped merch, cool. Okay, they dropped this, I'm, I'm done. Because of the body of work that you have within just your, your social media pages. So there's an art of selling without selling and that's always by leading with service. Mm, I love it, I love it. And this is such an important conversation right now because like in this time we're seeing a shift yeah. in consumer behavior. Yeah. The creator economy is a real thing. Yes. Like, at first it used to be a joke influencers Mm -hmm. going around doing all these vlogs whatever oh you got youtube money that's it Mm -hmm. now this is a whole sector if if Mm -hmm. you industry kids what they would like to do whenever they grow up now it has become a tiktoker youtuber some type of form of content creator yeah and it's projected that this industry i think like in the next 10 years be a hundred billion dollar industry. i believe that so i'm looking at it like what you're teaching Right now is the uh, perfect time to get this information to people because the everyday creator, now it's almost like there's equity in it, right? Social Mm -hmm. media kind of broke the 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 gatekeeping on yep. the ability to market mat onto the masses. Yeah. Now you can create your own economy within this mm-hmm. by doing what you te- what you were just educating mm-hmm. on, right? Building a brand and selling with service. Like, yes. you, so I just wanted to to like talk about that part of it, right? With the outlook for this industry now what do you say like if somebody that just getting started out how would they take their first step into getting into this first come up with a consistent schedule that Mm -hmm. you can do now consistency doesn't necessarily mean like every single day it means what you can commit to your audience so there's people that like will commit to about like once a week right but they say at this day at this time i'm dropping right so their audience gets accustomed to it right um whether you do three times some people can do every single day when you're starting figure out what is your consistency schedule after that worry about getting the momentum of just creating right because what we're going to be thinking is we're going to be overthinking Yo, is this going to be good enough? Is this all right? You know, do I have the right captions? Is it going to be right three seconds? This is going to be a hit. Right, 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 right. That's the worst. But but think (laughs) about it. Those 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 pieces of content that you overthink for two hours, they they're always an L. The one that you like, just threw together. Whatever here, you know, 
Y'all gonna get thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of views. Everybody's like, yo, this impacted me. This was hilarious. This motivated me. You're like, I really didn't put no effort into this. You didn't even pay attention to the one I spent four hours. I actually paid videographer to shoot this, all that. So get in the, the momentum of creating and stop overthinking. But then the third thing is going to be how do we create that community? Mm-hmm. Because the community is what is the heart of your brand. Right. And it's going to help when you get to that monetization standpoint, because it could go from, all right, I started creating content. Let me do a live. Right. And in the live, depending on what platform that you're on, you get tips. If you're on Instagram, you get badges. If you're on Facebook, you get stars. If you're on YouTube, you do uh, super, super chat. Right. Mm-hmm. And super stickers. So now I have to to cultivate an audience for them to be like, yep, I'm tipping. Let me start from that simple standpoint. Or even if you don't have those features, uh, Cash App, PayPal, Vimeo, like this is how I can monetize off top, right? Then I'm going to get into a point where now I'm creating content that's more of a series wise, whether it is a YouTube channel, whether it's a podcast and things like that. So I can think about sponsorships. I can think about AdSense. I can think about even leveraging my own brand and my own products and putting it in there, right? So now I'm getting different streams of revenue just from my series. Then later down the road, if I get that community and I put them in one central location, I could charge for that, Mm -hmm. right? So now I have a membership situation. Some people do it from a Patreon standpoint. Other people do it from like a Mighty Networks, a Circle SO, a Kajabi, right? Discord, like you now are starting to monetize where people would love to be in a central location, Mm -hmm. right? Then you're thinking about events. Then you're thinking about merch. Then you're thinking about partnerships, right? These are all the different things to where down the line, we look at a Mr. Beast where, you know what? I feel like opening up a burger spot, Mr. Beast Burger, and my community is going to come out and support it because they've done it for so long. Nope. Now we're going to do more merch. Now we're going to go here, right? The the opportunities for creators is endless because it starts with content but it can really grow to be a whole business empire Mm -hmm. and when we think about people like a mr beast where it started just from a youtube channel to where now he's having multiple businesses he has multiple partnerships and he's made over millions of dollars you got to look at it as like it really started with content Mm -hmm. It really, really started with content. And so it is possible. Are we monetizing it in all different ways and not leaving any coins on the table? So. Mm, that's good. So with the content, right, when people start to create, how do you know I'm able to work with this type of content? Or, you know, we might need a shift if you're not seeing a good reaction from, like, the, the, the community or your target audience? So I always pretty much give it like a 90 day kind of time frame mm-hmm. to like really gauge it. The, the way that social media is, is not, you can't really get gauge it from a week. Yeah. You can't really gauge not it overnight. because the way that the algorithm hits. I don't know if the algorithm suppressed my content that day. I don't know if I did it on the right time. That's a fact. Cause you know, there's been multiple times where you can share the same piece of content. Mm-hmm. One time it does terrible. The next time it takes off. Yeah. 
They're doing that right now uh, with YouTube Shorts, where you post it one time, it'll get like 19 views. You post it a few hours later, it'll get like 2 million for some reason. It's this just how it is. So to gauge it really, I'll say a 90 days and Mm -hmm. be realistic with your numbers because we get in that whole, I'm comparing my numbers to their numbers, but am I comparing my day 15 to their 15? Mm. Or am I comparing my day 15 to their year 10? Mm. Right? So we have to realistically know what numbers am I, am I needing to say this works? Because honestly, we go, oh, it only got 10 likes. It only got 50 views. It didn't work. These are 10 likes from people you don't know. These are 50 views from people you don't know. Right? And we think it's an L, but we're putting out if it's zero like zero then okay then that's something but if you got somebody a complete stranger and you don't even know where they're watching it from because if you go into if you go into your analytics you'll realize that you're actually a global brand like you'll realize like people in uk is looking at your stuff australia is looking at your stuff we're so we're thinking so Mm -hmm. local that we're not realizing the content that we're putting out is actually impacting but because we're not saying they're not liking it and they're not commenting it is not it's it's not working nope we have to consistently put it out look at the numbers understand our average numbers like what is my average likes what is my average plays what is my average comments shares saves all that then what was my most viral moment and viral doesn't mean a million uh views in that whole nine viral means what was the biggest moment of my brand Biggest moment of my brand. Mm. And then how can we make a new average? I know my average. I know my viral. How can I raise it up another 2%, another 3%, another, like, what is my process? What is my milestone? But we go, oh. It's not working. It's not working. It, it, it's a dub. It's like, what are you basing it off of? Are you basing off their numbers? Are you basing off your numbers? So I know my average stuff. I know what went viral i don't think instantly because i went viral on this particular one i got a million plays off of this one now all my stuff is going to be a million i'm gonna be depressed looking at my number and and say right i'm I'm going off of okay you know what i get normally 12 to 15k if it raises to 20 the viral moment worked cool Mm -hmm. but if it didn't as long as it doesn't go below it I know it's it's still working. If you're below average, then you got to look at it and be like, okay, maybe I got to make a shift. I don't care if your average is 20. Maybe you have to make a shift if it's below 20. But understand the numbers, understand what we're looking at. No, Don't be discouraged about what your beginning is, what your middle is, because it's not your end. Mm, that's so I, good. I think that's really, really impactful because when I see content creators, sometimes I feel like they're chasing for what that they viral, that viral moment, moment, like mm-hmm. like you're saying, that millions. Yeah. And you'll see them pivot from what they originally started doing, and they start doing a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And you'll see them, you know, just get lost in like the shuffle. So, what would your advice be to creators who are trying? to make sure that they're not getting lost in the noise on social media, because there's a lot of noise. So, okay, so I could go deep with this one because we have to understand first, why are we on social media, mm. right? So if we, and it normally goes off of, do we know who we are? 
if we don't know who we are as a person and as a brand of what we're producing, we should not be on social media. Because we're gonna get noise. we're gonna we're gonna get influenced on now I'm doing all these dances, I have no idea what I'm doing, right? I'm doing all these different trends, but because of the numbers, they're working. But as an identity, who are you? Mm. Right? Who are you and why are you on social media? Who are you serving? Right? Who are who is your audience? What is the problem that you are solving from a motivational entertainment and educational standpoint who who are you serving and what problem do you solve once you understand that then it is a matter of tuning out things getting inspiration there's nothing wrong with inspiration i like this particular way they did this i like this but how do i put my own spin because we are all uniquely made none of us is made as a copy so meaning our brands aren't made as a copy but we get so influenced that we start becoming copies. And we're like, yo, this is what's working. No, you're not allowing what you were meant to do to work. So yeah, you could get easily influenced by numbers and by what other people are doing, but you have to, that's why I say, understand who you are and what your brand is. And then solely focus on how do I stay in this lane that was only solely meant for me and these this audience that was solely meant for me to speak to and not get in the whole, I got to talk to millions of people. No, your audience is going to make sure you speak to those millions of people if you speak to them correctly. But it's your stuff isn't working because you haven't even spoken to your audience correctly. So if you only having, let's say you you go live and you only have five people on and you've been doing this for months and months and you're like, yo, I only have five people. You're only ready for five people, mm. right? You are only ready to five people. There's still something, whether it is you knowing who you are, whether it's your back end systems, whether it's how you deliver certain things that you're not ready for six. You need to, to learn how to serve five. And once, they, and once you do that, they're going to make sure you spread it out to six, seven, 10, 15 more people. But the audience that you have right now, you're ready for them right now. And you have to understand how to serve them in order to grow. I just love this perspective on it right here. That's good. Because it's so many times we just get lost in those vanity yeah. metrics. We want to be number one in yeah. the, the likes and all this other stuff. It's like, no. The, let's get to the nitty gritty here. Yeah. And like I was thinking of an example as you were talking about this. Um, our guy Andre Haynes, friend of the show. If y'all don't know him, yep. NACA guy, right? Yeah. He got the house with NACA um, for his brand. He was doing kind of the same thing, right? You're yep. trying to talk about five different things, but everybody knows you for this one thing. This one thing. Everybody yep. wants to come to you for this information. Yep. This is where you're making the most impact. He made a pivot within his brand mm -hmm. and skyrocketed from there. Right. It's like whenever you to prove what you're saying, there's like when you go from like giving out value and it's working because, mm -hmm. yeah, the trends work. Yo, you, you can have the strategy, throw the music behind your yeah, reels. Yeah. It'll help grow. And, you know, but whenever you're truly giving that value, people are going to share for you. You're yeah. going to get those evangelists. And like it was beautiful to see him. I think he's like three X to social media following in less than a year mm -hmm. just with that so major shout out to our guy Andre Haynes shout out to Andre. Yeah, and, there, and so here's the thing all of us as brands are going to do several things we're humans yeah so we are actually gifted at multiple things so we're going to be like okay if I'm talking about the entrepreneurship style maybe I'm going to talk about 
my business, but then I'm I'm doing stocks, I'm doing Toro, I'm doing all. I, maybe I should talk about all of these things because this is who I am, right? So we're going to go through that phase because we don't necessarily like being boxed in, mm-hmm. right? And I'm and when I look at niches, I don't necessarily look at it as pick one thing and be boxed into only that. I look at it as pick one thing that you could build trust in. Mm. Once you build trust, then you can tell them about everything else that you want to talk about within your community. But you have to build that trust first with that one thing that you are super passionate about that comes super easy to you because you know you can do that on a consistent basis. And then, yo, I do stocks over here. Bet. Teach me because I trust you here. You're not going to lead me astray on all these other things. You may not know it in an expert level, but I trust you on your journey. So for anybody that is really trying to figure out and have kind of brand confusion, because I believe there's like three stages, right? It's like you have brand confusion, right? So you don't know why you're on social media. You don't know your audience. You like you're still trying to figure it out. So when you go on your page, you have brand confusion, right? It's all over the place. It's all over the place. That means, yo, you need to sit sit back real quick. Why am I here? Who do I serve? What is my mission that whole night? Then you got two, which is you're in the self-doubt situation, mm. meaning you're you're posting a few times, right? You're mm-hmm. you're the first one you're not consistent at all. The second one, you're you're getting the hang of it, you're not all the way consistent, but you're you have self-doubt. Like you don't think that this content is going to be good or this product is going to be great and this service is going to be great. You're still comparing and things like that. So you'll get a few followers, but because you don't truly fully believe it in yourself, you're not you're not put you're not fully committed to it. And so your growth shows that Mm. your numbers show that then you have a brand purpose right where you're posting every single day or your consistency level you're being super targeted with the content that you put out you're being super targeted with the the products and services that you have and so now your brand is flourishing because you understand your brand purpose the goal is to have brand purpose the goal isn't the trends the goal that's that's a tool social media is a tool it's not lifestyle it's a tool Right. So once we understand the tools is going to help us expand the brand purpose and help us super flourish our brand. But until we understand what we're here for, what is our brand purpose? What is our consistency and understand the tools that is going to get us there? It's it. it, We're going to compare. We're going to look at the vanity metrics. We're going to be like, all right, it's not working. I don't necessarily care about numbers. I care about the people who are watching. Right. It could be two people that watch. That's all I care about because I know my brand purpose. And that's all that really matters. So once you understand that, watch the numbers fly. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good, especially the way you broke down those three stages of business mm-hmm. because I feel like that'll help people identify where they're at mm-hmm. and it can help them get out of that and really just focus on that purpose part. Mm-hmm. So. How'd you figure out your purpose? You know, you go from doing ET stuff, then, you know, you start helping other people. How did you figure out this is what I'm meant for? So the people told me what I was meant for. Um, I'm a behind the scenes person. Mm-hmm. Right. So I never really saw myself really doing the social media from a like a personal brand standpoint. Mm-hmm. But everybody was like, yo, how did you do this piece of content? Yo, how did you grow this? How did you do that? So. 
I started putting out content that was like, okay, y'all want to know this here. Right. And then I just literally started being what I wish I had, meaning I wish there was one location that would tell me all the tips and tricks and how did the strategy of how to do it. So I became what I needed, what I wish I had. Right. Um, And then I also understood the market of, yo, everybody's charging. Right. Like at a certain point, you're going to like, okay, come to my mastermind, come to this. And there's no knock on that. I have no problem with that. Right. Uh, But I was more on some y'all just learned that on YouTube. Like, it literally came out yesterday. I saw the update on YouTube. They talked about how to do a podcast list. Okay, you just learned that. Now you're charging for it? Nah, here you go. Let me, let me tell it, you. There's no expertise behind that. You're just regurgitating information. Exactly. So it's more on, I wanted to just provide, because it wasn't about charging for the tools and the resources. It was about charging for the access, Right. You could get all this information. You could get all these tools, the, all these, re- and I wanted to be that source, right? And once I started doing that and the people said, yo, give me more. This is actually working to where I'm realizing like the shares that I was getting to the people, because it's about the quality of people that you get. It's not about the amount of people when before everybody started buying a blue check when certain blue checks we go talk about that yeah too. we could talk about it when certain blue checks were like yo i love you and i'm like yo i used to watch you as a kid what are you talking about right but mind you this is when i still had like 5k 10k followers stuff like that and the people that were coming in i was like okay we're gonna stay right here we're not gonna go anywhere else we're just going to continue to over deliver and it started to blow up because I just kept seeing the quality of people and focus on that more than anything of following and things. And, and I, I'm, I'm a big relationship person, so I don't mind collabing with certain people. I don't mind helping out certain people. Hey, mm-hmm. how did you do this? Yo, jump on the phone with me. Yo, I'm telling so-and-so about you. I'm telling so-and-so about you. That's not a problem. So... I let, like I said, I let the people just direct me of what works, what doesn't. And I've tried multiple things, but now I'm realizing in this season, AI, social media updates. You're not going to see me go too much further outside of that realm because that's where the people need me. Now, when you're in the community, we could talk about podcasting. We could talk about any other things that I want to talk but about. You're not spreading your brand too thin and you, you're keeping your trust high in these realms for the people that are because I, I look at social media a lot of times and i kind of want to get into this stuff with yeah. you like the funnel aspect of it yeah. right social media is top of funnel absolutely times or not you ha- yeah you have those people that rock with you there you're mm-hmm. returning users they they always in the comment section they know you yeah but a lot of times there are people that they're not going to always see your post right so it's like a useful tool to get out there to as many people so it's not good to put yourself out there in 12 different ways because mm-hmm. I don't trust a barber who tell me they can do my taxes like you my barber you go do my taxes you can cut my grass yeah. like yo 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 wait a minute brother yeah, yeah. a little bit you got you got you got too much dip yeah. on your chip yeah. like whenever you're putting you position yourself in these two arenas people can then get to know you and yeah. then learn to trust you in this and then like oh well uh it's um 
who I'm thinking of, Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Yep. Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's an astrophysicist. Yep. That's what he made his name in. But they ask this man about just about anything that's intellectual, and they take his word as law because he's built up such a brand mm-hmm. as an intellectual in this realm mm-hmm. that his opinion is trusted in others. And it's the same concept mm-hmm. as what you're sharing. Yeah, so uh, CJ, who is the right-hand man of uh, Eric Thomas, always taught me, like, we pay more attention and we pay more dollars to people who are specialists. Mm. Like, if you have a broken arm, and you go to just a generic doctor, cool, you're probably going more for the price or whatever, but if you go for somebody who specifically is to fix your arm, you are going to pay, especially if you are in pain, you're going to pay whatever dollars and you're going to listen to whatever they say. It's the same thing on social media. If you become the specialist of that particular market, that particular niche, they're going to listen to whatever you have to say. It could be a little bit outside of your realm, but they're still going to listen to whatever you have to say. And they're going to pay top dollars because you are particularly that niche. If you are just in the, let's say, fitness world, right? When there is 17 million people that are trying to help you lose weight, right? But if there is a specific trainer that talks to uh, mothers that had just given birth uh, two months ago and is trying to lose the belly fat, right? Oh, you about to make I, them- I'm speaking different languages and everything like that uh, towards that, on the ads. right? Boom. What do you think they do? Please take this money because I am trying to lose this weight and because I've tried here, I've tried there, it doesn't work. But you're specifically talking to me. That's why it's so important to understand your audience. Because if you understand those key words, right? Like I understand from, uh, I speak to a lot of introverts, right? So I understand, yo, you're overthinking. You don't even like being in front of the camera. You're feeling, you're feeling like this is an extrovert world because you have to always do video. Mm. When honestly, it's an introvert world because it's just you and the camera. It's nobody else in the room, right? Mm. Now when they're like, oh, my God, you're speaking exactly to me. Right. So you have to know those key words. And the only way you know how to do that is if you know specifically that one thing that you do and who it's for. Once you get that, yo, you could you could sell water to a whale with specific words. And they're like, yes, I'm going to buy this water. I'm going to buy it because <laughs> because they said so. And it's going to give me such confidence. And you're like what? what are you talking about no you don't understand like i really don't but but, you need this water but here's another thing it's not for them Mm. right so you're not going to reach everybody you're only going to reach specific people because you're specifically if i if i went all in my new york bag i'm specifically only talking to new yorkers y'all may not understand it you start right? pulling out some of the lingo i'll be like right y'all may not understand it but yeah. the new yorkers are going to be like facts with that yep i understand what she's talking about but right when you understand the language and the lingo of your audience in the niche that you're in you have them in the palm of your hand and it doesn't matter if you have millions of followers. These people in the palm of your hand can literally pay for your mortgage, for your whole lifestyle, for your whole family's lifestyle, and can build your brand into a more global situation. So, like, it's so key to go into, like, those keywords, those trigger words, and understanding that audience and just 
figuring out that niche. Like, I, I don't look at it as a being boxed in. It's literally, I'm building trust so I can get you inside of my world. I, you know what? I love sneakers. Mm-hmm. And I'll get you inside of my sneaker world once you're inside of my community. Outside of that, you don't need, you just need to see them. That's it. You just need to see them. Once you're inside, Nikki, what's your favorite one? The threes, this, that, and then I'll get, you'll get to know more about me. But people think, oh, I need to tell them all about me now. We don't care about you at all. that value first. I always equate it to dating as well. Like, social media is just like dating. You don't come off trying to get a girl or a guy and like, hey, you know, when I was three, I used to pee in the bed. Like, (laughs) whoa, whoa. (laughs) Like, that's TMI. Nobody wants to know that. (laughs) But, but... (laughs) Golly. No, but even in that sense, I, I, I definitely look at it more as a relationship, especially from a converting standpoint, because like if you, yeah, cause if you put up if you put up content and let's say you do one value piece of content, they're like, oh, OK, you're like, all right, you want to get married now? What the F? No, Not hold on. No, I just I, met you. I just <laughs> met you. All right. No doubt. Right. Let's go for another date add value are you ready to get married no like no me no my middle name hello right so from a from a sales and converting standpoint that's how you have to look at it like how how often do i have to nurture and treat these people Mm -hmm. to then convert them but also look at it from a friendship standpoint when you're talking about your audience if i call you every single day you're gonna get used to it right the second i don't call you you're gonna be like you good Uh, yeah right and you may check them on me yo you good yeah yeah i'm all right and then the second day i don't call the third and but then i pop up again your your momentum for me is a little bit gone Mm -hmm. so you look at it in the social media standpoint i'm showing up every single day and then i disappear you're like yo you all right you good and then if i'm gone for a little bit and i come back you're looking at other brands you're looking at other content you're looking at so I'm always now, yo, I'm going to be in your face every single day, right? You may not need me every single day, but I'm going to be in your face every single day. I'm going to be there every single day just so you know I'm the reliable friend. I'm the one that you're like, if anything goes wrong, I know Nikki is going to show up and always be here because I treat social media, the social part, as a friend because we're building relationships we mean not necessarily meet these people ever in real life but this is a this is a friendship this is a relationship so i'm not trying to be inconsistent i'm not trying to create digital abandonment in your life mm, that's good digital abandonment. i'm telling issues. you people that's, have abandonment that's, issues that's real nick nick i want to ask while Go. we're on this topic um do you suggest people like create customer avatars whenever we start talking about like these keywords for these people like are you whenever people are coming up with an idea of who their target audience mm-hmm. is uh, we've had that conversation before like getting into some of the nitty gritties with like where they shop and all these things yeah. like that. Do, you, do you suggest getting into that type of stuff or are you more so like in the realm of just taking that real data from the audience that you're interacting with no i mean so you first off you do need to know the basic demographics but you do need to know what keeps them up at night Mm-hmm. You, de- you do need to know what are they searching for. You do need to know some of the people that they follow. You, you do need to know a, a deeper level into that and have that written down, whether in a notebook, iPad, or whatever your, your way of storing your information is. You do need to know that because it's going to help you when you are talking to them. If I'm creating content, I'm pulling out of my, my avatar and being like, 
okay, they searched about this. Let me see what is trending over there that I can pick up and then put it in my own content, right? If I don't have, if I just go generic of like, oh, 24 to 44 and you live in Dallas and you uh, are married, like that doesn't do anything for me. It absolutely does nothing. But if I know that you are in need of systems, right? Because you haven't been consistent on social media and you're looking up different scheduling apps and that whole nine. But what do you think I'm going to do? These are three uh, social media. uh, These are three ways to have your social media manager. One, later. Two, buffer. Three, creator studio, a.k.a. business suite. They're like, how did you know? I absolutely needed this. I know. Because I know what you're searching for. I know what bugs you. I know what makes you happy. I know what what status you're trying to create. I know how how you're needing to save time. All these different, because we have different desires as, as humans, right? We want to make money. We want to save money. We want to save time. We want to have some type of of status. And we want to have some type of acceptance with the community. If I'm covering some of these things in my brand, you're hooked. And I need to know that about my audience. What are their desires? If I don't know their desires, I can't talk to them. Mm. So I guess my question would be like, how do you pull that type of data? How, How are you doing that? Are you doing surveys? Like... You're just talking to them directly through the live and collecting that data? So so for me, I'm doing lives. I'm doing surveys. I'm immersing myself as well into my audience, meaning I'm going to events that they are, right? I'm going to some of their workplaces. I'm going where the audience is and just having conversations with them. Like you got to go where the people are, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's in a, a digital ha- uh, hangout or whether it's in a physical standpoint, right? So you, you, you hear like, you know, Networking is key, and that's true, but that doesn't necessarily only mean in a physical world. That means in a digital world. Are you in these Facebook groups? Are you in these Discord groups? Are you um, going into, are you paying to go into different communities? I have no problem putting out my, my credit card and joining 17 different communities just to have a better understanding of who my audience is or my potential audiences. So mm. I'm going in doing all that work to fully understand who they are i'm not just okay i have 200 followers let me put up let a me poll just look at my analytics no no let me quick. put up a poll oh no one's answering and then stop mm. for one i haven't even created a safe space for them to feel that they can answer my questions so I'm going to have to show up consistently asking questions in my captions. I'm going to have to consistently put up different polls, different questions, so they can feel safe that I'm not, I'm not just asking for my common thing. I'm asking to actually create engagement. So that's one way. But then also, how am I getting off of the, them off of social media to then further ask them more questions? How do I get to know um, if they do have a family? How do I get to know some of their short-term, long-term goals? How do I get to know uh, some of their hobbies and things like that? I got to get them off social media to find out that information. I'm not necessarily going to find that all out on social media. So it's really about what is the work that I'm trying to put in for the audience. But I, I really believe for me, it's always been in that immersive kind of uh interaction rather than just being like uh sprite or coke pick one like what does that really do in life 
Nothing not helping nothing. Yeah. Right. Not a damn thing. Getting, getting you some actionable data. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing I wanted to ask you, um, looking at like organic reach versus yep. paid yep. marketing, how important is paid marketing in your strategy of taking people from being uh, followers on social media to people in your own ecosystem and community? So organic and paid should go together, right? Mm-hmm. So I look at more of like organic you are building up your your body of work as well as you are making a name in your market paid is to keep you number one paid is to make sure that people continuously see you they saw you once with the organic now because we understand how the algorithm is going to be now they're going to continuously see you with the paid right so yes we can have a, an amazing organic launch strategy of I have a new event, I have this, I have that, right? And you'll get your core people to purchase it. But you still have a warm audience that they're going to have to consistently see that. Now, you don't want to flood your page all the time with what you want to convert with. So this is where the paid ads are going to do that for you. So where you continuously keep your page just a more of a value situation and you allow the the paid ads to do the the converting and always be in front of your face. Like I said, the body of work, the value is in the free, right? And to keep you in front of their face and to keep you number one in top of mind is going to be the paid. So it, it works out. You need both. You can't not, not do organic because organic is trash lately. You cannot not do that. And you can't just do paid because it's going to get expensive to get these followers at Mm -hmm. a point. Cause yeah. And then, when, one of the best things, like whenever you're doing organic, you can find out what works. If you get an organic post that goes viral, you run it as an ad, chances are I can do the same thing. There you go. And now instead of just throwing money at it, trying to trying to convert, you know that this works already. There you go. Mm. Uh-huh. So I, I, I want to kind of pivot and go into like some of the things that's happening right now. Go ahead. I want to get your thoughts on the blue checks. Okay. How do you feel this is going to impact the social media world? You know, just the subscription. Elon started some a lot, shit. Yeah, a lot of... The, honestly, Snapchat actually st- launched before Elon did it. Snapchat mm-hmm. had Snap Plus before... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, on Snapchat... Did you do you really need to be verified on Snapchat? I don't Snapchat? think so. I'm just... I was just saying yeah. that they launched the subscription before Twitter did. But... How do you feel like that's going to impact the social media landscape? Mm-hmm. And uh, just overall, what's your thoughts on it? So I did a post about this and it got one of the most engaged situations. So we have to understand the origin of the blue check, mm-hmm. right? So the origin of the blue check was uh, Twitter got sued by a person because his reputation got messed up because of a fake account. So the blue check was only meant to say, hey... This is a real account. Of course, culture and society turns into a status symbol, right? So now that it's going back to kind of what it originally is supposed to be, which is the impersonation situation, um, people are mad because we're we're status people, Mm -hmm. right? That's all we really care about. Now, I'm not mad at paying $9.99, $11.99, $14.99 for the simple fact this is a free platform. Eventually, you were going to charge me. You ran it up a whole lot off a free platform. Right. Like, I'm not not mad at it. 
two, you have to really look at the benefits that are there, right? It's not just, and people only see that. The, those people who aren't knowledgeable of it, they only see, oh, you get a blue check, you're paying, you're paying for it. No, you're paying, one, for uh, extra protection from your account, two, extra features, whether it's from Twitter Blue or from Meta Verified. Three, you get customer support. Now, everybody knows that when it comes to the meta face, anything, man. you can't get no type of help. The bass is still there offered it to us year. Really? I got I got hacked last year, and yeah. our Facebook account has been down since. That alone made me pay the fourteen ninety nine yeah. just mm -hmm. so I could talk to somebody about it. Yep. So you have to look at. Okay, yes, this is fourteen ninety nine, but what exactly is it going to offer me, right? I think um, with Twitter Blue, you are allowed to do longer form videos, mm -hmm. right? Where before, I think it was only like 90 seconds or whatever, now you could do longer. With People are uploading whole movies on Twitter. Yes, That's yes, <laughs> yes. Now... Like I said, it, it was one of the most engaging posts on, on my page because people are so mixed and so embedded with this is a status thing. Oh, you're making blue checks not important. It was never supposed to be important. It was supposed to be it's a, a tool. It was. Yes, that's all it was supposed to do. You're wanting to feel validated. You are wanting to feel important. You want to feel accepted. That's a you problem. Mm. You feel me? Like. Oh, I worked so hard. And shout out to those people who paid 20, 30K for a blue check. That's nuts to me. Because it's like, I mean, I've everybody heard different things. Mm -hmm. But like, to my knowledge, all you need to do is be published in press. Yes. Um, in a few different markets. Yes. And you, you, could, you could be a blue check person. Like, yep. how many college athletes that we've never heard of have blue checks? I, I know because it's dudes that I went to college with mm -hmm. that was on the team for three years and mm -hmm. they got a blue check. Yep. So it's like making it this big social thing is like you said, it's more of a, a you thing, like a personal thing. I personally, I think it's a great thing that mm -hmm. they're bringing this back as a security measure because I know many people who've been affected mm -hmm. by the fake accounts. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many messages I got from mm -hmm. people that I know that grew up with. They're like, hey, is this you messaging me? Yep. About I get it all the time. Talk like that? <laughs> hey, family, would you kindly click this link? Oh, no. Somebody, <laughs> Do you so, think I talk like that? Peace, You've been knowing me all this time. Peace and blessings is, is the one <laughs> hey that there. they Peace, peace <laughs> and blessings. blessings. I was like, like I, don't, I don't never ever sound nothing like that. <laughs> nothing. I, not once in my life, but no. Like this is, I think it's very beneficial. Like uh, our guy George Pitts, mm -hmm. another friend of the show, he lost his account to scammers. Yeah, like they said so that he was, he was impersonating them, and they took his account down. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. He had like he went to court behind and everything. Yeah. So like something like this is super beneficial to anybody who's actually working on social media, trying to That's add value because. Wherever you try to add value and create good, there's always a scammer lurking in the corner trying to take advantage of people. So mm -hmm. I, I'm glad that they're finally doing this, and I hope they roll it out for influencer pages because BWR need that blue yeah. check, baby. Oh, Look, listen, David hey, Bell, I can get it, but Zuck, I need yes. that. <laughs> Zuck, run me that. Hey, I don't. Y'all want more money? I'm willing to pay, <laughs> David. Oh uh, yeah, because I'm tired of uh, all my friends. 
Hey man, y'all page just follow me, bro. That's not us. It got three Z's at the end of the oh, name. Listen. Like, come on, son. And they get and they get really like they'll change like one Slight or two things, and it's like oh, I'll get yo, Nikki just followed me. Uh, and I have to follow them just because they got so excited, and I'm like, no, that wasn't me. But look, I got you now, right? But it's it, once you get to a certain stage, like yeah, the the. The scamming accounts are disgusting. But what I do find very funny is all those people who were in our DMs on some, I could get you verified, or they'll be in the comments. Oh, yeah, I get, it's the, it's quiet job. now. <laughs> it's quiet. No I only had one come into my DMs, like, yo, uh, you know, what do you think about the blue blue check? I could get you this, that. I was like, did you not hear about Meta Verified? Silence. Didn't say anything afterwards because I'll engage with you. But you don't have to pay every month now. Right, right, right. I'll engage with you, but no, don't, don't, don't play me. So there, at least those accounts are quiet. The the scamming ones are starting to get a little bit quiet now. So in that sense, I think it's a really good idea. I think the more that people get the knowledge of what it does, I think the better. But if you are strictly on the status situation. The blue check means nothing anymore. Now, what I'm hearing is that they'll, they're doing these gold checks. He's doing all these different things. Right, because gold checks. It, it is what it is. But I think right now, if you keep it at an even playing field and we just create, a, you know, a presence of value and a presence of entertainment, motivation, education, like, I think it's a good thing, but some people don't know how to add value and don't really know why they are on social media, so that's why they have a problem with it. Mm. That's interesting. I think a lot of people, they just run with, like, popular opinions because I've seen, it's like, it was a joke amongst people who already had blue checks. Like, oh, y'all paying for blue checks? I ain't going to pay for mine. I've been having this. I had it for free. It's like... Oh, wait, yeah. Well, yeah. in Twitter, they're going to actually get rid of the blue checks for people who don't pay Twitter blue. Really? Yeah. So Instagram's not going to do that. Not like yet. LeBron so so no, you have to pay, he ain't about to pay that five. So no, you have to pay attention that whatever Elon does shortly after everybody else comes it's about. It's funny how that works. As you say that, I never paid attention to it. Mm -hmm. Cuz whenever he does it it's unpopular. Oh, absolutely. But after that initial wave and now But, but it's not I just can hop in Yeah, too. it's not just Elon. It's Meta is very slow at things and they steal everything. No, nope, no. Nope. They stole the fuck out of stories from Snapchat. They steal. They steal everything, or you borrow whatever you copy. want to call it. If you yeah. can't beat them, copy them. No, that's a fact. Zuck, Zuck literally said that. That's wild. That's a fact. So they're going because if you if we think about Twitter Blue, remember when Twitter Blue first came out, everybody bought it that wasn't like. Because there was no ID scan or anything like that. So there were fake accounts with blue checks that was pretending to be LeBron James, pretending to be... Um, uh, Eli Lilly. Yeah. Eli Lilly lost a lot of money behind that. Absolutely. It's funny because the thing you said earlier, the reason why the blue check came about, and there was Twitter blue came, you faced with the same situation. Right, but but Elon was in a, in a phase of how do I make more revenue for Twitter? Mm -hmm. Right. And so it did, but he didn't really think it through. So now Meta looked at that like, I see where you went wrong. I'm going to let Elon or whoever other platform, I'm going to let them do it first. I'm going to see their mistakes. And now, okay, we're going to charge this. We're going to actually charge it more, but also you need to scan your ID. I need to make sure this is you. And so 
now they're doing different things differently than than Twitter Blue because they saw their mistakes. That's all Meta does. I'll stand back. I see what your feature is. I see what you'll do, and I'll try to make it better. They don't. Uh, I see. I see. You got some hype bubbling up over there. Let me just go on here and get that. Lie, the dog. only person that they really can't fuck with is TikTok, dog. Yeah, that's what I want to pay Yeah, but yeah, but the band situation, I don't think they really need to. Yeah, I was just about yeah, so, to say that. that that's you, what I want to go into. So yeah, what you what you thinking about yeah. that? Do you think the government is actually going to ban TikTok? Um, I don't. I don't know if they are. I think it's at this point. I think it's lame for me because it's just i get it like okay china has all our information who doesn't have all our information at this point we got all the information right like so what i did find was interesting and i i didn't verify but they did say that like facebook and instagram is banned over there in china is it and i I can i can look it up right now i'm not aware of that either but I don't like to me I see the whole argument like TikTok the version they give us is mm-hmm. different than the version they give themselves mm-hmm. they're harvesting data do do but from a purely social organic reach standpoint what TikTok can do for brands is amazing Oh it is it is but at, at the same time I don't necessarily blame TikTok I blame the US version of TikTok because even the uh the person who did TikTok, he did an interview. He's like, yo, how does your kids uh, deal with TikTok? Oh, no. Our kids yeah, are not. Who made it, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, our get on our that. kids are not on that. Like, they're not allowed until a certain age. Now, the U.S. is just more lenient to it. And so now they're trying to fix things. That's how I look at it. If they ban it, they ban it. I don't necessarily put too much power towards any social media channel because our the whole focus is to build in to build out. Mm. So you're supposed to build uh, your audience on on these free platforms or blue check platforms, whatever, to build off of it. If you are so mad or, oh my God, TikTok's about to get banned, I have, and a lot of creators are like that right now. There's people who've had built over 500K followers and up that are panicking because TikTok is in this whole, oh my God, we're about to get banned. But are you cross-promoting? Are you getting those people are you, off that platform? Yes. Because if it, if it doesn't get banned, praise God, you can continue to do what you're doing. But if it does get banned, now, you, I mean, we, Vine died. That is facts. Died. Okay? Vine was like the hottest thing ever for like a year and a half. Died. And there were, there were influencers that were making a lot of bank. Supercent. And Supercent is probably the most successful from Vine that I remember. And so if they didn't understand how to cross promote and get them off, they 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 were hurting for a while, mm-hmm. right? And then they understood, okay, I need to build Instagram, I need to do this. But what creators need to do instantly build in to build out. Even if it is a platform that's paying very well. We're seeing it with Instagram. Instagram is not paying reels bonuses no more. They continuously, if we're not paying attention to the patterns, they're continuously taking away different uh, monetization features. Mm-hmm. They, we were able to monetize long form videos with At IGTV, mm-hmm. right? 
they took that away in order to focus on reels now reels got super popular and people were making bank they're taking that away there's not like we're putting too much and we complain about it oh my god why would they they're taking are you creating outside do we have a community outside are we selling merch outside do we have our own patreon do we have our own paywall situation to where our true community is always connected but because oh i spent so many hours on this platform that's my audience no 10 percent of that is your real audience and you need to take care of that but that's how i look at this this tiktok ban i ain't press of it if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't i've always concentrated on how am i building outside of it how am i making sure i leave an imprint in people's heads of like yo that's nikki's content yo da, 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 da. where it, okay if this goes away where's her other platforms i need to go follow them and then eventually i need to be in her community so yeah i'm not i'm not press off of it do i think it's going to happen the way that it sounds it's possible but it's scary because even i'm hearing stuff like if they catch you on a vpn they're going to find you a ridiculous yeah. your dough type shit you yeah. can you can they're get a massive as like a national security threat so remember what? so remember how they treated napster no, that, like so, I remember Napster, like whenever yeah. Napster was the one that ended up getting criminalized, like yeah. LimeWire yes. and all. But that. But they was, were kicking down on certain people's doors if they knew you were downloading uh, illegal stuff. Piracy, yeah. Laws. They was kicking in the door. Yeah, they, Bro, they were you don't doing that. that shit with DJ Drama. That's why DJ Drama went to jail. Like his oh, whole whenever thing. we talking with Dollar yeah, King about yeah, that? like the mixtapes and mm -hmm. everything. It was because of like piracy laws, and they were saying that he was like, you know. Getting the music illegally and shit like that. Wow. Mm -hmm. Damn. So so it could be it could that's the only thing that like worries me because I'm like okay. It's, that's it's a also a few other things that they're passing in that bill. Mm -hmm. It's like they're stating that it's TikTok, but they're gonna be able to track all social media. Right. Like they're gonna be able to track all your shit, and it's kind of like with the Patriot Act that happened after 9/11 with like the uh, Homeland Security and all of that bullshit. Like. They're going to be able to track so much more shit if this bill does pass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going back. To I, I do got. I got the, the answer on the on the. Uh, what you got? In July 2009, right? Beijing banned Facebook and TikTok. Instagram. They've yeah. been banned yeah. since 2009. Yeah. Wow. So almost a little over a decade that there's been. Uh, well, damn, damn near 15 years now. Um, Wow. That's crazy. And well, we the source to, we was Investopedia, too. We have to too. remember, not everybody likes U.S. That, we are just, we're just short. Yeah, we have short people syndrome. Like, we think we are the biggest and baddest yeah, and everything. Like, stay. Yeah, right. But, like, there's a whole world. Mm -hmm. And not everybody likes us. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I was about to say, that's okay. That's perfectly fine. Bricks. Hell, yeah. Yes. But, yeah, what you were going with? No. Uh, damn. Uh, it was related to this TikTok shit. Uh no, this is just a channel. Like all, mm -hmm. uh, what you were saying in that all of these different things, they're just a channel at yeah. the end of the day. And it's a great channel for organic reach, but if they take it away, that shouldn't be the end all be all of your no. brand. We weren't even on TikTok until like beginning of last year. Yeah, mm -hmm. And it was just like, seeing it's like, yeah, I see the benefits here, but if you take this away, it's not like it's gonna take my brand away. It's not gonna take away what we're doing here. Cause like you said at the beginning, it's always about that community mm -hmm. like what Brand are you purpose. actually providing to these people because mm -hmm. trust if you're giving them something worth, worth having they're gonna find you 
Absolutely. If that platform go away, they looking for that name somewhere. They're going to type Absolutely. it in on Google. They're going to type it in on every other platform because they're looking for you. And we have to remember that people are on multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. Like, not there's not people who are just on TikTok. Like, we have... We may not be super active, but we're on majority of the social media platforms, mm-hmm. right? So if one goes away, we're just shifting. That's all we're going to do. We're going to find you. Damn, my top, and this is why it's always important to stay top of mind. Yo, what were my top people that I always followed? Let me go follow them first. And then when they eventually see the other people that they followed that's on their, their platform too, cool, I'm going to follow them. But it's it's a it's just a shifting situation. If it happens, cool. If it doesn't, I'm not. I promise you I'm not pressed. not pressed. Okay. Another thing that I kind of want to get into hmm. is the actual business side of it, right? Yep. Like, whenever people hear content, they think, oh, I got to have a team. I need someone that's posting this. Mm-hmm. I got to get someone to edit it. How do you simplify content creation for people? Content creation is a reflection of you, right? So it has to start with you. And meaning... I don't believe in instantly giving away your brand as far as to a social media manager, to a content creator, or anything like that off top because you don't even know what the vision is. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying create content and create the brand for multiple months or anything like that. Get in a pattern where you did it yourself in the beginning and then delegate, mm-hmm. right? Um, some of us are not naturally Uh, creative that's okay because now we have certain tools that'll make us look fire right so like i love cap cut i've i swear they need you that was one of the tools you put me on i swear to god they need to pay me i was was using InShot, and i was like whoa wait a minute this cap cut pressure listen cap cut has so many different templates for to create short form content it's super easy now like you don't even you, you don't even need to think. You just need to have video and pictures. I like this template. Here we go. Boom. And then it's created for you. Right? You could do it from that simple standpoint or you can do it from an editing of like I get different transitions. I get the, the stop motion that whole night. It does everything for you. So I love CapCut. There's things like that. There's things like InShot. There's things like a photo leap that can now anything that you type, it can actually turn into an AI uh, image right mm. from your phone, right? Yeah, like that Dolly shit. With, yeah, uh, so like Dolly and Mid Journey. I'm gonna get definitely. You know, I'm gonna get into the AI stuff, but Mid Journey, not Mid Journey. See, now you got me into AI. <laughs> uh, Photo Leap can do that while you know adding some text, ad- adding some filters. That whole nine. You can, if you need a social media manager, you have a business suite. If you're working on Instagram and Facebook, you have Later, you have Buffer, you have Sprout Social. So those could be your social media managers. So there's different tools, especially from a budget standpoint, but especially just you getting in a system wise, because it's not about having people, it's about having a system, Mm -hmm. right? And then with AI happening, it's not about, yo, can I have a whole media team? It's really, yo, how do I create a workflow that allows my idea to now go out there, right? So where we say we talk about CapCut, but from an AI standpoint, I can go into Get Munch. I can go into Video AI, which is V-I-D-Y-O. I can get into Flicky, which is, these are all, uh, 
apps, no, well, websites that I take long form videos. You could take your podcast yeah. and it chops it up into the short form videos. So how is Munch? I, I, I've heard of, we've, we've actually used video AI. Yeah. I hate the word Munch because I spice dog. <laughs> Don't be a hater, man. <laughs> It's not that I hate it. It's just like, I think of a song every time yep. I hear it. I do too. Don't worry about it. I do too. It's okay. <laughs> you thought I, you thought you I was feeling you say? <laughs> <There's a, laughs> <there's a, laughs> yeah, you thought I was feeling you. <laughs> You're like Joe Button right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, th- those are very helpful tools mm-hmm. to, to definitely get your... So those long form content, I didn't want to stop you because you're in your bag. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask, but I asked after. No, yeah. So yes, it's long form videos to what? Well, Flicky, I'll get into that. But video AI, uh, video AI, and Get Munch literally takes your podcast and will chop it up into like ten to fifteen different short form videos. Now they can go vertical, they can go square, they can stay horizontal. But with Get Munch, it goes through based off the keywords. Right. So whatever is trending on YouTube, it'll show you the competition Mm. and it'll clip it from that particular point. Yes. Yes. And you can edit it still from a like a timeline standpoint of, you know, um, I didn't necessarily like this part. I felt like you missed it. You could expand it, shorten it however you want to go to. And they also have the closed captions. They have now a new style to where you can have the captions right on it that makes it look like Alex Ramosi's kind of vibe. And so they now have that. Um, Flicky, now you can take a tweet or a text and it can turn it into a video. It can find the right videos and things like that yeah so these ai tools getting crazy so that that's from a video standpoint mid journey is going to always be my favorite one from a graphic standpoint you literally say frog in a cup and it creates this hd kind of vibe frog in a cup and people are using it for thumbnails people are using it for flyers people are using it for merch people are using it for multiple things because if you know how to describe anything you can you can create stuff. So if you wanted to create a new hat, yo, give me a hat with a uh, with fire on it and things like that. It's going to make that right. From uh, of course, ChatGPT is like the goat of everything right now because not and it only just went mobile. Really, they got a mobile app now. Mm-hmm. So with that, you can get your uh, content plan. If you literally say, act as a content strategist, Uh, this is my niche, this is my audience, and I need to create a content plan for uh, Instagram, it's going to tell you exactly what to do. Um, And not necessarily exactly what to do, but it gives you a really strong foundation. Then you take those ideas, hey, give me a 30 second video script in my tone, right? So you describe your tone. uh, um, funny, uh, informative, New York kind of swag, boom, boom, and it'll create a video script for that. Okay, now take that, turn it into a, a, a tweet thread. Boom, I'm going to do that. Hey, I need to also create a newsletter. Boom, I can do that all in a matter of probably less than five minutes. Crazy. So this is what I'm saying is the team is important, but the system is more important. We got a lot more tools now than we did earlier. So eventually, you can reduce the the team the overhead, right, into having certain key players who truly understand how to 
work at those things because like from a, a video editor standpoint i'm still need that that style mm-hmm. right because it's going Somebody to only pick right but this could save time from where they normally have to look through the whole video to where now they have certain key points hot spots. right that now i can go fo- focus on more time i can produce even more or in a faster time rate because i'm not spending all the time going through it from a uh uh creating the video you don't have to necessarily think of new ideas you could say hey give me 10 content ideas based off my niche and based off my audience boom and then give me a script cool i go on the camera right now blah 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 blah, blah, blah. i'm done right so it is the with ai now it is about the system that i'm creating if i don't even necessarily like to i I don't want to be on video or anything like that i could create i could clone my voice on 11 labs so y'all probably yeah 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 yeah. you could you could clone your voice (laughs) you give them a time out on that (laughs) yeah man i could clone my voice so you have have you seen that uh that post about jay-z and the the AI? ai right so they're cloning people's voices that, so it's not just from a celebrity standpoint. You can clone your voice, right? So here, here, here's the thing. Does right? it sound like robotic? Like, no, I, it, I you have no. them songs. No, 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 no. There's some that do. So there's some programs that do have that. Hi, I'm Nikki, and let me tell you three Man, content tips. Songs, yeah, no, there are some like that. But Eleven Labs is actually one of the best ones that has. It can clone your voice. And if you put like light music underneath it, you would never even know. Really? I promise you, you wouldn't even know. That's crazy. Now, here's the thing. You go to, um, you you type in whatever you want to type. Clone your voice, right? You get a picture of yourself and you go into, uh, I think it's, it's DID, right? DID AI. And you can take that picture, turn it into a video based off the audio that, that you did. Do a deep is fake, deep fake my, vi- my face in the talk? You can. So I saw this 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 guy who took his picture, put it in Mid Journey, said create a Disney uh, Pixar character of me. Got the got the picture. It looked amazing. Put it in in that DID software. And now he has content a whole of, fucking cartoon. of of a whole cartoon That's with nuts. his voice. That. That's a process that prior to this type of software would cost you upwards of a thousand dollars likely. Facts. Easy. Yeah. To get that animated. But but that's what I'm saying. It's like the level of oh, I have to always create content. No, I just need to have a system and know how to do it. And with people being acceptive of AI content, it relieves some of the pressure that I have to create all mm-hmm. the time, that I have to be the one doing it. No, I can get AI to help me to do this while I'm now only maybe creating one time a week where I have other, I have pictures, I have tweets, I have all these other things to be able to stay consistent on the rest of those other days. So I'm saying like, if, if you're not getting into AI from a content creation standpoint, you're actually like, taking the long road for your brand that's crazy mm-hmm. I, I gotta play this song for you now man oh yeah it's it's fire this is him on frank ocean i want to say this is frank ocean singing right here this is no that's kanye kanye west and this is the, the clone voice 
Mm-hmm. That's wild. This Kanye still mm-hmm. singing Justin Bieber? That's nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. But that's why some people are very scared that, you know, their jobs are going to be taken mm-hmm. away, right, from producers. Um, now, I wouldn't say necessarily from artists, but from copywriters mm-hmm. and things like that. Content creators. Definitely. Right. Yeah, hey, but, I feel uh, like if you use it as an enhancement, though, once again, it should just cut your time right, to work and have Because it's supposed to be, it, it's supposed to create the foundation. It's not supposed to be the replacement, but I do believe if you get in a place to where you are able to push the buttons you're never going to be able to be replaced we think about it from what happened with factory workers right a lot of people got laid off but it was the people who knew how to press the buttons that stayed so ai is now the new button we have to know how to press that's all it really is so yeah i can if i'm a copywriter if i'm a graphic designer and everything like that i could be in trouble if i stay at a certain mediocre level Right. Maybe those little Fiverr situations, those Upwork situations that I was doing before, I can't necessarily do. But now, if I understood how to elevate it with AI, I'm going to be irreplaceable. So it's, it's about how do I take AI to one, give me back my time, two, to make me irreplaceable. Hmm. Some good stuff. That's, that's good. I, I, I do look at AI that way too. Like, it's an enhancer, yeah. not like a replacement. I think that iRobot, AI taking over the world mm-hmm. type thing, I think that's a negative frame of thinking that'll keep too many people out of actually taking advantage of using it for what it can be used mm-hmm. for. It's like, this is, these tools, like video AI saved me so much time whenever I first heard of it. It was like, I would spend an hour, hour and a half just watching the episode. Yep. Now I gotta cut, clip it up, chop it up. It's like make it look. Good. I get this done in half that time, mm-hmm. and I got twice as many clips. That's just by implementing one system. You can do this across. You gave us what, like, probably like nine or ten different things you more can than use, that. just in your business. And now is the time. It's the creator economy. Like the consume, the nature of consumers have changed. We don't buy based on commercials we see on tv mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. we based on we buy based on what we see on social media yes. right, we buy on the what's that and, re- and, and real people real that's people the thing that it's real people that that's why influencers and some people don't necessarily like that word but influencers is really where people need to be within their market because of that we're not buying from ads anymore Right, we're buying from what our favorite brand, our favorite personal brand is is doing. What are they wearing? What are they using? What is like? I'm I'm about to get a, a a puppy, and I'm looking at some of my favorite people, and like, okay, what do you use? All right, I'm gonna buy that. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that. Right. So it's we have to one realize that we are all influencers. Point blank. Period. There's levels to it, right? But if we take our personal brand serious, if I take our brand serious then we could be able to sell anything and brands pay us for that, right? Like once they see what kind of audience we have, and you can have about 5,000 
followers. You can have a thousand followers. If it's specific people, you can, you can still get paid. You can still get crazy amount of money because I know one, your engagement is crazy. Two, uh, this is specifically who our target audience is. Mm-hmm. So the the influencer game is really really powerful. Hence why the kids want to, I want to be a TikTok, I want to be a YouTuber, because they're seeing so many people that they love make so much money mm-hmm. off of just showing up and saying, or tweeting, yo, this just came out, Pew! I'm buying it, right? So it, how do we become influencers within our own market, within our own niche, within our, even within our own company? We still have nine to five people, right? Nine to five people can be their own influencers. Mm-hmm. If they took it serious, mm. Mm. that's good. That's good. Uh, this this has been a, a fire, yeah, amazing bars episode on bars on bars with game. And we definitely have to do this again. Come on, because yeah, yeah we I, we ain't get to talk about AI as much as I like. I'm mad. I be kind of said kept that in the second half, <laughs> but we're gonna get into some of our last questions um, that we always ask. So, uh, my question I like to ask is, what are you doing to secure your wealth? Uh, creating a digital legacy. Mm. So for me, my content is going to outlast me. And so what am I doing in, in these pieces of content, whether it is uh, affiliate marketing, whether it is my own products, my own services, that when I'm not able to do anything, it's forever making me money, right? How am I really taking advantage of the creator economy? when I'm sick, when I'm like, when I have to go somewhere, Mm. right? So my digital legacy with my content is what I'm doing to secure that. Mm. That's good, that's good. We goody? Okay. So some of my last questions is, first one, are you frugal or are you a flexor? Mm. So I'm frugal in public and a flexor in private. Hmm. Okay. So I, I ain't never got that one yet. What's your, yeah, explain what's your that what's one a private me. flex? Like. So there's certain, so like let's say, there's certain things that I have in the crib that no one, like my closest people will know I have, but like the public will never see, like I'm not one of those, I don't need social media validation for some of the things, but I'm a New Yorker. Okay, so there's certain, and I'm an only child. So there's certain things, yep, I bought that. Sure did, sure did. And I'll be proud of that. Those are my little milestone situations. Mm-hmm. But in public, I, I, you know, there's certain things, like I, I still got my Honda, and I'll drive my Honda all day, and I have no problem. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not buying anything different, right? I'll, I'll rock what I want to rock, and, and I'm not here to impress nobody. But there's certain things back at home. Oh, no, you know I got it. Give you a different yeah, quality. Like, you know give I you a different it. quality yeah, of life. No, no, you know I got it. Yeah. I, I like that, though, because like, it's, it's not about, I think a lot of times we think of flexing, it's about that validation piece Mm-mm. of it. But if it's, it's only validating yourself. Yes. This is like, hey, I did this. This reminded me I hit this goal. Mm-hmm. I treated myself in this way. Mm-hmm. That's a better way of thinking about it mm-hmm. than flexing because I want people to see to keep me. up with the I Joneses. want people to know mm-hmm. that I got it mm-hmm. it's like I know dudes that it's been they last to look like they got it it's like that's whole time dumb flexing no, I, like, I, let, I let my work flex for me I love it I like that I like that 
So my last question is, do you have life insurance? We were just talking about that. So great thing is because of the Navy, I do, but do I want to get more mm -hmm. is where I'm at with it, right? Um, so I have to get better in educating myself with that because they're between, once again, I'm an only child, so my mother does cover me in that. And then the Navy has me in a certain coverage as well. But I want to learn a little bit more as far as how to get full coverage from, a, you know, just better understanding of it. So bet, yeah. That's Glad something we all we it. always yeah. put. We, we put always in, like to ask because we, we get surprised sometimes, like people not having life insurance. Mm -hmm. Like, well, you know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's like it's not a comfortable conversation. I don't right. think anybody ever is like, oh yeah, man, life insurance. Yeah, we all need that. But it's like it's important, yeah. especially in our community because we from the south, like fish fry dinners, yeah. going around, raising money to make sure that you can put somebody in the ground. Po -boy we got we to gotta get past that as a community. Like, yeah, that I, th stuff is I think it's at least have enough to where no one has to worry about the funeral situations in that part, mm -hmm. right? Um, that's always been like my basis. Like if anything was to happen, cool. But now when I think about like anything extra after that, I don't I don't know because I don't necessarily like talking about death. My mom been trying to get me to sign certain papers for her stuff. And I'm like, we're not talking about this because the second that I talk about it, I feel like you'll be able to go. And I don't want you to go. Right. I'm sorry. Um, you don't have to do it. No, I, I, I'm getting I'm, I'm starting to work on it a little bit more. It's a process for me. All right. It's a process. Yeah, I it's it's a not process. Easy. It's, this isn't easy. Yeah, stuff. it's yeah. a process. But I, I think for most people to at least let that be the goal to like have that foundation mm -hmm. done and then further educate yourself to cover more and things like that then that i've so for me yes it i do to cover that basis but yeah that's good that's good well i want to say thank you so much nikki appreciate you for coming out Absolutely. blessing Thanks us with your presence yeah this has been amazing um just let the people know where can they follow you keep mm. up with you if they want to join your community yeah. anything like that so very simple uh this is Nikki's everywhere. N-I-C-K-Y, people, please. N-I-C-K-Y. Well, they be trying to hit you with the I. Oh, they hit me with the N-I-K-K-I, N-I-C-K-I. It's the weirdest thing. N-I-C-K-Y with an S at the end. Uh, of course, I got a podcast, Nikki and Moose podcast, uh, where Fire. we, thank you, thank you, where we go over some of your favorite celebrities and influencers and we break it down how they built their brands and their business and how does it work for the regular smegular? What can we mm -hmm. learn from it? Because we're people will talk about their accolades and all that. I'm like, uh, what can I learn from Jay-Z and Rock Nation and how can I make my own version of Rock Nation? How did he build his brand and things like that? So that's Nikki Moose. And then if you want to truly build your social media presence through content, Deeper Than The Brand. So deeperthanthebrand.com, uh, the number one content brand in community. Uh, we have everything from learning how to shoot with your phone to how to build a community, how to monetize. Everything is in there. So deeperthanthebrand.com. Hey, y'all heard it. Go check that out. Deeper Than The Brand. Make sure y'all follow her. Tap into the pod. I'm telling you, man. If y'all don't follow on social media, you're, <laughs> you're playing, playing yourself. yourself. <laughs> you're playing yourself, bro. I'm telling you. So much game. Nikki, thank you. Thank you again. Thank you so for much. the invite, for real. Oh, you're welcome. Well, y'all, before we get up out of here, y'all know we got a few little house cleaning items. That five star that. rating and review is obviously Thanks. a requirement. If you didn't hear, you didn't listen all the way to the end. 
You've been listening for some years now. Oh, you ain't you ain't leave us a review already. You really hate us. Leave it again, actually. Why not? Just leave it again. <laughs> you really hate us. And don't forget, and we like, love you. There's there's Spotify that you have to leave a rating. There's Apple Podcasts that you actually have to to write it out and leave a rating. Thank you. There's uh, Pod Chasers that you could leave yep. comments and everything like that. So. Yeah, there's multiple places and they need all of it. Show that love. We need to get this message out to most I people. I got you. Listen. Stop, fuck with you. That's what, listen. Whatever you listening, if you see a little thumbs up or whatever, do that. We need it. She got to be hyped. So. <laughs> get it to more people. No, but that, that's it's true. I appreciate that, Nikki. We we just want to continue to get this message out there to people. Uh, what we're about is uplifting the community through information and sharing the stories of dope people that have built amazing businesses and are doing great work in the community. So, like, that's what we're here for. We're going to continue to do that mission. And um, is you got anything for me? I ain't got nothing else, my Y'all may be, may be on the lookout for a pop-up. Uh, mm. stay, stay, stay tuned. More details yeah. coming soon. Make sure y'all go to... Uh, bwr.media you can join our email list that way you know you just get set up for everything yes sir well on that note until the next time this is black wealth renaissance signing Signing out. out peace